On page Reish Tazayin, the Rebbe is explaining how Elokuz, godliness, is mezgala, is revealed in this world through each and every one of us. And that each and every Jew is somehow, in some way, is a kli, is a vessel through which the Or HaElyon, the supernal light, the, the great exalted light of Hashem Baruch, is able to come into this world. So, somehow, in some way, the neshama of Hashem Kiv Yochel is expressed through us. And the Rebbe explains by, by means of this, and this is, why he t- this is why he says, this is how he explains the, the, the constant use in the Svam HaKadoshim of, of the human being as a marshal of the world and, and in order to help us understand Elokus. And, and, and he explains the, explains, he just mentions that this is, this is the side of the, of the Maisim Merkava, the vision of Yecheskel Hanavi. And we're up to on Petrash Tazain Veloma Velonovma Zamaat Manamaat, Gamas Divanovi Shaimal Musakisa the Muskamara Odam Olov Milamala. Again we're not able to understand what Yeheskal saw, but when it when he describes the image of a the image of a human being sitting on the throne, the Muskamara Odam, Olov Milamala, the Dumus of a human being on the throne how could that be? What does that mean? Why would there be a human being on the throne if that's Hashem's Baruch's throne? So he says just ma'at bin ma'at that what this is of course teaching us is the Yisrael that we've been learning until now that the way that Hashem's Baruch the way that Hashem's Baruch's Hanhaga is revealed in this world and his Ratzon is revealed in this world is through Klai Yisrael the same way that the nefesh of a person is revealed through his arms and his legs and his eyes and his, and his mouth and so on. This is how the nefesh is revealed. And the ruach and the neshama of a person through the kalim of his body. The kiryochel, Hashem's, Hashem's rotzen, Hashem's mind, Hashem's heart, Hashem's will, is revealed in this world through Klai Yisrael. And therefore the demus kamari adam, that demus kamari adam, uh, on the throne, is is a way of the Navi uh, of the Navi giving us this this truth. We're not trying to understand what Yecheskel Navi saw. We're not we're not on a dragon to understand what Yecheskel Navi saw. Asherak Navi Kamahu Yachaliras Vladas. Only a Navi like Yecheskel can understand and know what that means. <coughs> However, as far as what we're learning, <coughs> The Navi is making it clear that certainly he did not see Chasul Shalom to say that he had a vision of God himself. That's not possible. It's not possible for a human being to see Hashem. That's not, it's not, there isn't such a thing. So what does it mean that he saw the Dumuz Kamara Adam? That was that God is sitting on his throne? What does that mean, Dumuz Kamara Adam? That God appeared like in the image of a human being. He appeared like a human being sitting on the throne. What does that mean? So he says, Rakis Galus Helokus. It means how Hashem's Baruch is revealed in this world. All the Mefarshim explain that the, if you look in the Malbim especially, that the whole Indian of the, of the, of the vision of Yecheskel is to tell us about how Hashem's Baruch relates to this world. And we're learning now in Panemius that that relationship takes place through, through the Adam, through the Adam Yisrael. So therefore, it's not Kilayirani Adam. It's not any vision of God Himself, which is impossible. It's the it's the revelation of godliness that's revealed in all worlds. from the highest level to the lowest level. Through this vessel, through this vessel that's that Adam. Adam Ruchani. Zeis Ra, and that is the meaning of that spiritual, that spiritual image of the human being that he saw. 
is what we learned. Should Simpson Kleha Nefesh Ruach Neshama Chayv Yechidish Isha Yisrael, that somehow through the Kalim, the spiritual Kalim of a Jew, that means the the the, the Nefesh Ruach Neshama Chayv Yechidish through that, that is the appliance through which Hashem's infinite light comes into this world. Shall Isha Yisrael Loyla Atzma Bulvad Noigim. Therefore, we understand that. You and I, our nefesh ruach neshama chayin yechida. It's not something which is just private that relates to just that relates only to our our own personal private lives or relationship with Hashem, but that somehow all the elements, all the worlds, from the lowest to the highest worlds, are what are somehow affected, are depending upon this this um, this metzias of the infinite light of Hashem, this uh, expressed in this world through each and every one of us, which is who is a kli, each and every Jew is a kli, mamish, an appliance through which this infinite light of Hashem is expressed in the universe. And therefore, all elements, like the whole is galus of Hashem in the world. This galus, the way that Hashem is revealed in the world, is through the collective and some total. Um, a void of all Jews and davening and learning in mitzvahs and ma'asim and everything, all Jews together in that generation is how the image of of Hashem is sitting on the throne. We are the ones that place Him on the throne in that way, and through and and through all the learning and the, and the davening, the mitzvahs and ma'asim of Klai Yisrael in that generation, that's the appliance kiviyachal through which Hashem's neshama can become revealed on earth. And if you learn a little bit in the Svarim Kedoshim, you can understand the, you can understand a little of this. If you learn in the in the Svarim Kedoshim from Talmidi Abel Shemtiv, you'll see that that so many of the Inyanim of Kabbalah are explained by means of the human being. Are shown in the human being. It's not just because it's a convenient marshal and it's an easy marshal to use the human being. It's because it's true that God in this world is misgala is revealed through the Adam. And that's how the human being was made in such a way, and why he was made in such a way, with the right side, the right, the left, the the, the middle, chesed, and din, and teferis, chesed gvur, teferis, and, and, and the legs, and the bris, the mind, the, and, and, everything in the human being was created in such a way, because through the yamin of a person is mezgala the yamin kivyochel of what's lamal as the as the Ramak explained in Pardis Yemayim. And this also is the reason why we have different ways of different sadikim in understanding these great matters in Kabbalah. It's not only a question that one tzaddik has a deeper perception. That's not the point. That one saw things in more of an amkus than the other, on a deeper level than the other. We have no way of understanding this or measuring one tzaddik and another tzaddik. What's more important is ragam sahavana, is how the tzaddik understood, not just the level of understanding. But the, the, the different Sadiqim saw things and they understood things, each one according to his own, to his own kalim, to his own nefesh, ruach, neshama, chayichid. Of course, it was all true. And But we understand that Hillel Azakain, that Hillel Azakain saw things through, through the primary media of chesed, and Shammai Azakain saw it through, through Kvur, and all the Pitzke Halachas. Are, are aligned with that with that kli that was called Hillel Azakin and the kli that was called Shammai Azakin. 
and that and that we and, and we understand that that Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Shimon Baichai saw and Rabbi Yehuda saw and each one was makabel and all the tzaddikim and all the generations according to that kli that was developed by that tzaddik and the nefesh ruach the shama chayichid of that tzaddik would be able to transmit the infinite light of God in a unique way the same undifferentiated simple light of Hashem traveled through the Arizal in one way and came through the Ramak in a different way and the differences between the Arizal and the Ramak even though it's one truth and we could say Elu Veilu that both these and those are the words of God even though, besides the fact that the Kabbalah of the Arizal is, is, is deeper than the Kabbalah of the Ramak, don't worry, the Ramak is, is much too hard for us also. But the Kabbalah of the Ari is, is, is deeper than the Kabbalah of the Ramak. And explains in greater depth and detail what took place after the shattering of the vessels at the beginning of time. And they're both referring to the same process. They're both describing the same process that took place. They have a different way of explaining. It's a different way. Anybody can open up the... If you, anybody that learns the Kabbalah form, if you give him a cipher without any name on it, any, any, after 30 seconds, he'll tell you that's the Ramak. And after 30 seconds, he'll tell you that's the Ariyah Kaddish. Kabbalah has to say, Mishtanis. Ubefrat me'am al-Kabbalah de'talmid abal shamtif. And also, when we're learning from this form of the Mekubalim, who were the Talmud Yabal Shem. And we can tell the difference between when it's one of the Talmud Yabal Shem to explaining, and when it's the Ariya of the Ramak. And even, between, and even among the Talmud Yabal Shem you can tell the difference right away. When you look at the Kabbalah of the, of the Balatanya, when you're learning Kabbalah from the from the Koshen Samagin, a person doesn't have to have any name. Who's ever learning this from, in one second almost, when he looks at the and he looks at the Kabbalah of the Tanya, not just because oh those are certain words that the Tanya uses or certain words of the Koshen Samagin, it's a different type of a Hasbra of the same things that they're talking about the same thing, but there's a different Hasbra. And that's why even in Nigla, we understood in Nigla, and everybody knows the famous Meister from Rabchaim Briska, that Rabchaim Briska was arguing and learning, there was something about a Taisus, he was arguing with some tremendous Tamachacham. And this tremendous Tamachacham was known to be a bigger Bucky in all of Shas. They were arguing about a Taisus, a bigger Bucky in all of Shas than Rabchaim. Rabchaim, of course, the depth of Rabchaim was immeasurable. But that other Tamachacham was supposed to have a greater encyclopedic you know, uh, uh, knowledge of everything. And the, and the Tamachacham insisted that Taisus said, Something of Chaim said, Taisus doesn't say that. And, and everybody was amazed because that other Tam Chacham knew all of Taisus by heart, and Rab Chaim didn't. So they, so, Chaim, so they brought out Taisus, and they saw Rab Chaim was right. So they, and everybody was amazed that Rab Chaim knew more Taisus by heart. He knew more than the other one. The other one was famous for knowing everything. So Rab Chaim says, I don't know Taisus by heart, but I know that Taisus couldn't have said such a thing. I know that what he said, Taisus couldn't have said that. Because I know Tysus, I understand Tysus' way of thinking, and, and and I know that Tysus couldn't have said that word that he said Tysus said. That that's a high imadregular knowing it by heart. Was, he that Reb Chaim has such a, uh, that Reb Chaim has such a complete his 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 mind was so completely bound with the mind of the Baliya place that he was able to look at a svar and to say that's not Tysus' dick. It's not from the Balaitosis. You're saying something that's not that I don't know what it says. It doesn't say the Balaitosis couldn't have said that. Vavshakulam Mavaram is Kabbalah Saramak Varizatsal. Even though they're all explaining, all the, meaning both the Balatanya and the Kosha Samak are explaining the Kabbalah of the Ramak and the Kabbalah of the Ari. And it's not that they're arguing about these things. The little that we know, he says, that you, when you look at the Kabbalah of the Balatanya, it's not the same as the Kabbalah of the Kosh Nesamagid. 
And that's when the Tanya, the Kosher explaining their Mahalach, explaining their Rizal, it's a different Mahalach. And, and, and certainly when they're explaining something in Kabbalah B'derech HaChasidus, to the point that if you hear a certain Indian, even though you don't know, it wasn't, you weren't told which, which Sadiq said this. A person who's a real, real, who's, who really knows, uh, who really knows the Sarmakadoshim can tell you right away by hearing a few sentences, it's the Ramak, it's the Ari. Or it's the Ramak or the Ari, or it could be the Ramak as understood by Kosher Samagid, or the Ari as understood by Balatanya. I don't believe that. I'm not macabre that. And unless I, you tell me about Daniel Frisch, and yeah. I, I, I myself have heard Hasidus from him, and I have Chavayim of mine that have heard Hasidus from him, so I, I don't know what that means. That, uh, I don't know what that is, that, that not confusion. The Hasidus is firm. He might be talking to, so that, that's, you see, that what worries me is that somebody misunderstood of Daniel Frisch. That's what scares me. That's where the confusion comes in. That, that couldn't be that he says such a thing. Ella, if, if there is such an Indian, but people who are learning Kabbalah on a high level, that they have to, it might be that he says such a thing, that when they're learning Kabbalah, people are, are already holding by learning Kabbalah on a high level, that they're going to, that they're going to uh, need to spend time just learning the swarm of the Mekubalim, that, that could be, in order, to, in order to begin by having uh, as much of a clear, uh, as much of a clear understanding or perception of the mahalach of this tzaddik and that tzaddik. But since the whole, the whole Indian of the Talmud of Baal and the Sifir Hasidis is to help explain, to help us understand the Kabbalah of the Ramak and the Kabbalah of the Ari, so I, 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 unless I would hear that from, from him, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be macabre that at all. There was a misunderstanding. So you see how dangerous it is. Forget about learning Kabbalah from just to misunderstand what you know, to misunderstand what somebody said in Me'asharim, uh, you know, six months ago. That's when it comes to these inyanim, how careful you have to be. I don't, I'm not macabre that Bishamayfer. He could clarify with Rabbi Daniel Frisch. I, I don't believe it. V'hu kaniska le'el. He called the Rams of Ren Lavraha, Lai Sechel and Aishihem. And this is what we're learning. That all of the teachings of the Tzaddikim, all of the teachings of the Tzaddikim, Lai Sechel and Aishihem. This is not a question of human intellect. I'm just, it's not it's like a subject or a lecture or something that, you know, some information, a piece of information. Torah is not a piece of information. It's not seichel and neshi. We're not talking about human intellect. And this all goes back to the to the to the big generator in the energy plant. This all goes back to the infinite light of God. We're not talking about understanding something intellectually. Although, of course, the intellect has to be brought into the in, into the into the parasha. We're not talking about an intellectual perception. <coughs> We're talking about his galus mimorum haisabahem. It was his galus mimorum haisabahem, meaning that there was a that there was a revelation that was taking place within the nefesh ruach neshama chayyichida of Rabbi Kiva, of Rabbi Shimbayichai, of the Balshantav of the Ari, and so on. It was his galus mimorum, and and even with us. The, of course, the, our problem is that since we're not doing so well in terms of refinement and kedusha and tahara and our mitzvahs and our davening and so on, so we can, you know, Hashem's Baruch can pour His light into us, and, and it can come out like, you know, it can come out to be, God forbid, all, all messed up. It can come out to be a whole new, like a new thing, a whole different thing that Hashem pours into us because there's so many things going on. With the, the, because the appliances that Hashem's light is going into our nefesh world, it's so. It's so um, darkened by all kinds of avayers that by the time, by the time, by the time Hashem's light is expressed in our lives, you wouldn't even recognize. Like we were talking about the last few weeks, you wouldn't even recognize. And Hashem says, I, "Did I say? I never said that. Hashem, I never said that. I know what you're talking about." 
But when you're talking, when we're, when we're talking about the Ariyah Kaddish and the Ramak and other tzaddikim and certainly Tanoim and Amaroim, we're talking about people who are unbelievable, unbelievably refined and pure Kalim for Hashem's light. But each one had his own unique nefesh how Hashem wanted his light to be expressed through the Ariyah Kaddish in this way. <coughs> And this way through through the uh, through the through the Ramak, and when you have the Tanaim and Amroim, that through Shammai like this and through Hillel like that, that Hashem that the left that the left the Midah of Din should should be expressed in the world through this vehicle that's called Shammai Hazakin, and that the Midah Hachesed should be expressed in the world Davkin. This just the same way it was through Avraham Avinu was Chesed, through Yitzchak Avinu was Gvur. That it should come into the world in such a way. It's his Galus Mimarim Haysabaham. Vehem Paulu was a Hisgalus. And these Sadiqim are the means by which this Hisgalus, this revelation, take, would take place. So all of this, of course, is to help us understand when, when a person opens up one of the Swamakadesh and you're learning a Sefer. Of course, when you're learning Hazal also. But when you're learning one of the Swamakadesh, it's not, it's not a matter of this person's intellect or that person's intellect you are you are actually experiencing a little maimon hasina you are you have the privilege when you open up a dusha slavi or you open up a nefshachaim that when you open up one of the svarmakadoshim when you when you when you're sitting there and learning you might be you know you you might be uh, you know munching on some garinim or something, but you're really standing in Sinai. and you're experiencing his galus, a revelation of Hashem's Baruch's light, as it descends into this world through the unbelievable kli that was called the kedusha slavi or, or the nefesh chai, and and. and and it's not a question of a very, very brilliant, intelligent person that was just sharing with you some of his thoughts about God. He wasn't sharing with you a thought of God. He was, he was sharing, he's sharing with us. Or sharing is not a, sharing. He wasn't sharing. He was acting as a conduit, as a, a, a hookup to, to that infinite light of Hashem. And that we have the schus, because the tzaddik wrote the sefer, that we have the schus to be able to be present at the revelation of that piece of Maimed HaSinai. When you learn a piece of Gemara, it's the same thing. It's a hisgalus. This is a whole different way of a person understanding what does it mean to learn Torah, and what does it mean to hear to hear Torah from a tzaddik, or to learn from a tzaddik, or to in the svarm. It's a whole different way of understanding it. His galus mimarm haisabahem. And how else can we understand? You have, like, n- now you have, you have people like you have this new age revivalist uh, Yiddishkeit, the spiritual, new spiritual, you know. So, so you, here you have people that are that are machal Shabbos that are sitting that are sitting in, and, and, and learning pieces from the Kedushas Levi. And and if you say to them, do you think the Kedushas Levi would be machal Shabbos? So they'll tell you, you know, there are different levels of keeping Shabbos, whatever. You know. The different levels, and I keep Shabbos just like the Kedusha Slavi does, but I keep it on the level of Neshama, and he kept it on the level of... You know, they, they say stuff like that. I've, you know, I've, I've had some discussions with these people. So, could you imagine the Kedusha Slavi would be here and say, did you hear what he said? <laughs> Rabbi, he said that, he, he, said that he, he keeps Shabbos like you. So the Kedusha Slavi says, what are you talking about? He, he, he drives, he writes, he's on the telephone, he's on his computer. It's Chil Shabbos. The Kedusha Levi will tell you that all the Shittas of the Rishadim, all the Gemaras, and, and Shulchan Aruch will tell you all the Magen Avrams and all the Tazas. And so he won't tell you the Mishabur because he, he, didn't, he didn't see the Mishabur. But he'll tell you everything else. He'll tell you everything else. And, 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 this, and the person sitting there, and they're writing books also. They're writing books like on, on Hasidas and Kabbalah. So they're writing books on Kabbalah. And you say, and, and you say, how could it be that there, how could it be that you that you're that you are giving over to us the Ramak, or you're giving over to the Ariyah Kadesh, you're giving over to the Rishim Vaychayuk, the Mechal Shabbos? How could there be such a thing? And this this whole toes is because really, really, when you have these people believe, and when you, and and many people think, and even people who are, who are not in, into all that you know weird stuff, 
then they think that, that the Torah, that the same way that a person has in his mind, when he, he can understand he can understand a, 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 a terrific article in the newspaper, written by some, some analyst, you know, some, some historian, so, so he's, also capable of, he's also capable of sitting down and reading a piece of Kedusha's life and understanding it, because in his mind, that's all there is. This is, this is something which is a beautiful, beautiful intellectual thing which which touches and talks to our souls and all these all these fluffy funny lashanas that everybody uses and and he and he doesn't realize it's a his galus of elokus it's a revelation of God and God doesn't reveal himself in chil shabbos and God doesn't reveal himself through kalim that are through kalim that are on on shabbos isn't that Hashem doesn't reveal himself Hashem is brought, there's no revelation there's no his galus of elokus through somebody that 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 is uh, that is not shemitari mitzvahs. There's no such thing. And you can't if you say that it causes a whole tumult because it's because what do you mean in the in the secular world he has a mind and I have a mind. So therefore they're, they're, they're teaching Kabbalah to Goyim also. Kabbalah, it's kind of Kabbalah, but they're teaching they're saying over Kabbalah things to Goyim. They're saying over Kabbalah things to Goyim. And and and. A guy is not a clay kibble for, for Kabbalah. The whole thing is absurd. It's a stira mine obey. It's, it's, it, it itself is a contradiction. A, a Kabbalah means to receive. And the Kabbalah, is, it's called Kabbalah because of exactly what we're talking about. It means that Kabbalah is the most unbelievably uncovered, <coughs> meaning when, it, when one receives it, it's of, of God. It's, it's, a, it's receiving the Rosh Hashanah. It's receiving His light through the Kalim of the Tzaddikim, of all the generations, and through myself. A guy is not a clay kibble. I don't care. You want, they, could, they, could, they could take signs and march in front of the capitalist you know, center. It's not a, a guy is not a clay kibble. The kibble, these phony Kabbalists know that also, except... Uh, they understand also the guy might not be a clay kibble, but a guy could be a noisane. <laughs> and you understand what I'm saying? Okay, so that that okay, that's the Yiddish. And you know, if they say that, I can hear that. That's business. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's crooked business. But it's not the first time. But don't tell me that you're teaching Kabbalah to 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 to, to Zionists and Prutzim and Mishchasim and Goy. The whole thing is ridiculous. It's not a clay kibble. What, what can I? It's like somebody. It's like somebody takes a, a table and plugs it into the wall. So the table sits and goes, "What do you want from me?" So we said that a yid is an appliance. A yid has the hardware or the software. I don't know what that even means. I don't. I guess it's the machine and the and the uh, program that a yid a yid is the a yid has in him all of the all of the necessary uh, equipment that if you plug him in. And he and he's, he's and he's keeping mitzvahs and he's and he's in, and he wants to be matir himself and he davens Tashim Baruch and he believes in Tarish Misinai and so on. That if you plug him in, that there's a relationship between between the the, the current and the and, and what's happening inside of a Jew and and things start to light up inside of a Jew. But if you take a guy and you plug him into you plug him into the into the system, into the into the Baruch into the infinite light of Hashem, it's like taking a table and attaching a wire and making two holes in the table and putting it inside, okay now the table's gonna dance, the table sits there like a like a guy I don't know what you're talking about, I don't do that stuff. I don't have inside of me anything. I don't have I I don't have anything and if you cut inside the table you see his light, there's more table. But if you cut into a Jew you see there's nefesh high nefesh wonder what does it mean, Bechlal? What kind of kalim does a guy have? That's not for now. But he doesn't have the clay kibble of, uh, to, to be makabal, the Ariya Kaddish, the Ramak, to have his galus of the Ratzon Hashem. He has for seven, to the Shevim Mitzvahs, and what that means, that's not for now. But he doesn't have that. Then what do you want from him? So can, can you train a guy? Can you train the guy to say words like, Chesek Vurtifers Natsach Yeah, you could do that. You could train the guy to do that. The same way you could train a chimpanzee to jump in the. You could train him to act like a human being, to sign autographs. I remember when I was when I was a kid in YCQ, they had this. They had a monkey there. It was the, you know they used to have all these stupid assemblies, but there was this monkey that came and was actually like signing his name. We went crazy, the kids. We're all standing online for this for this for this monkey. We're sitting like signing. I don't remember the name. Was, this is a nice. This is forty years ago. The monkey was sitting there signing his name, and the whole school, all the kids were lined up to get the signature, this autograph from a monkey. So the monkey sitting like I remember sitting with his legs crossed. <laughs> So I went home, I was all excited. I remember telling my father, I showed my father. So my father says, The monkey sign, who was the, 
<laughs> he just like this. He wasn't impressed by that. <laughs> so I mean, he's just as nispal. I, I shouldn't say he's in nispal that, that anybody that's not Jewish can sign his name. It's the same as Pilate to him. Some some, but but, but that that uh, a monkey you could tra- can you train the monkey to to act like a human being? You could train certain things. You can do certain things, except you know the bishas mice. If, if you if you take out a banana, you'll see that it's a monkey. You know, certain things will. You could you could act like you could dress him up like you could put him a you put a, a, a tuxedo on him, and you can and you could have him even stand on his on his, and you could and he can look a little bit, and 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 uh, and you could do this and do that, and you could sign his signature, his autograph, but then but then if if there's another monkey that's that's like uh, passing by, and and he and he goes crazy, so then. So you see, oh, it's like a monkey. <laughs> what do you want? It's a monkey. There's no... I mean, he was able to act like human being, but he's a monkey. That's all. So, it's, it's, it's a, 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 a kibble, and there's a Kabbalah. So to teach to a, to a guy, it's not, a, it's not, there's no such thing, it can't be. And there's no, and with a Yid, of course, a Yid has in him all of that. But a Jew that's, that's Mechal Shabbos, is not Mechayim Mitzvahs. So, so when, when he looks at the when he looks at the uh, 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 he looks at the Ramak in the stores they're selling all kinds of books written by Michal Shabbos on Kabbalah. So it's like taking the table and plugging it. And what's this? Uh, but he seems to know his stuff. He's talking about Zeranpins, Narachanpins. He's talking about all kinds of Patsufim. Ooh, wow! Sounds good. Sounds good. I don't know any of this stuff. I can't even read Rashi. And, the, and this guy, the professor of Kabbalah, is talking about all kinds of things. He wrote a book, 500 pages. I look at this book. So what's he talking about? He, he really knows Kabbalah. He has he, the same way that somebody could the same way that you could that, that somebody could 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 uh, study something in history or in, in physics. So he's able to read certain things and to say certain things, but he can't be macabre them. And if and if he was macabre them, then he wouldn't be writing he wouldn't be writing that book and he wouldn't be Michal Shabbos. And he he, he would and he he'd be putting out film. He he's not macabre. There's no Kabbalah. And and. And that this comes from a, a what the Rebbe is saying is so important for us to, to realize that Yiddishkeit is not is not a subject it's a hisgalus and that's why there are so many conditions for that hisgalus to take place it's a hisgalus it's not it's not to understand the seichel the mind of a Jew is a is a is a clay kibble is an appliance that was designed by the Creator. To be makabel the Dvar Hashem, to receive and to transmit the Dvar Hashem. <coughs> so all the gedorim, all the all the halachas of Hilchas Talmud Torah are, are different than other halachas, and that's why by learning Torah we have such a concept. When we're learning Torah, there's a concept of limuda kinesinasa. What does that mean, limuda kinesinasa? Limuda Kinesina, so the Gemara tells us, means that the same way that on Harasina the Torah was given, that when the Jews received the Torah, when we received the Torah, we were trembling and shaking, and, we were, and, and, and it was an unbelievable experience, and we had to be pure in order to receive the Torah Hashem. So too, the Gemara says that, and that's the whole Yisrael of Takanis Ezra, that, that one, that, that even now, the same way that when the Torah was given, it was received only It was received with great awe, great fear, and trembling. Really, now also, the only way the Torah could be truly received is what when it, when a person is in a state of awe and trembling, and 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 an unbelievable year of Shemaim. That's the way that the Torah is received. Where else do you have such a thing? What if if you want to understand something from Shakespeare, you have to dress up like Shakespeare. And you have to sit down and, and, and what, what, there was no hisgalas. Shakespeare wrote something and, and, and then you read it. And you, you can say all kinds of drushes, but Shakespeare only meant one thing. But, but you know, there's no need of, of reenacting, becoming Shakespeare. But when it comes to learning Torah, there's a din in Hilchus Tamat Torah of Limuda Kinesinosa. Which has practical ramifications, which is the meaning of going to the mikveh before learning, at least before learning Gemara and so on, which is all right, Batla Takana Ezra. It's not that for whatever that's Gemara and Brachis, it's not in effect right now. That Takana Ezra. But where do you have such a concept that a person has to go to the mikveh in order to read Shakespeare? What does that mean? Because the Gemara is telling us that in order to truly receive Torah, you have to be again at Har Sinai. You have to you have to somehow be in the parsha of Maimon Hasina to receive the Torah, or else, not, or else 
you're hearing some stuff, you're understanding some things, you're picking up, there are things that are written, the things that are told, but the emes be'emes is only when a person's makabal the Torah the way that it was given. And the way that it was given was be'emer, be'reses, be'zeyeh, with trembling and fear and, and yirshamayim and tahara. It was a hisgalus, it was a revelation, it wasn't a lecture. It wasn't a lecture. That's why, that's why people who are lecturing Yiddishkeit ultimately can't, can't revive the Nefesh Ruch Neshama Chayichid of other Jews. Yeah, maybe temporarily, but they can't really re- bring back to life the Nefesh Only when Torah is taught and is given in such a way that it's a Hezgalus of Hashem. That it's a revelation of the Dvar Hashem. That when the, that that what that the Talmidim that the Talmidim feel that in a certain way that when they're sitting that when they're sitting by their Rebbe that that's on some level they're sitting they're sitting with Moshe Rabbeinu at Har Sinai. They're sitting at Har Sinai, and that's and that's how we learn Torah, and that's what it means a Shavuos. That's a yomtiv of Shavuos to strengthen the mechazik this awareness that Torah is not a subject, and when we're learning, it's not being part of a lecture. But it's it's a, it's a, his galus of the same infinite light of God that was then at Hashem is being this gala in you and I when we're sitting and we're opening a sefer, we're trying to think thoughts and insights into into Hashem's into Hashem's Torah. It's a his galus, and that's why it has whole different sets of it has a different set of rules. It doesn't have, and the person doesn't have to be the biggest genius. He might not be so much slich. And one, and, but when it comes to Torah, if there's Yerushalayim and there's Avodin and so on, so that, that the kalim can be can be so refined that the Dvar Hashem comes through this person and, and, and it comes out in the most amazing way, because it's a hisgalus. It's not a limud, and that's the, that's the mimer on how do we learn Chassidish Swam and how does one learn Swam Hakadosh Bechlau? It's a hisgalus. And all of the frustration that people have when they're learning Gemara or they're learning uh, one of the Sonic Relations is a frustration that, that comes as a result of thinking that, that this is simply a lecture or this is an interesting thing that was put into writing and my, and my mind is stuck on something. When in truth, it might have, it, 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 might, it most likely has to do with not so much the quality of your intellect but how you're davening, how you're keeping Shabbos. How you how you conducting yourself in your private in Yonim in kedusha and so on. Because because we're Caleb. That's the point. Leisachel and Shehem. Rakis galus mimarim haysebeh. Then Paulo says galus clay hakaidish hayuheim bekodshem. There were holy vessels. Clay hakaidish hayuheim bekodshem. And even at hayuheim we call teachers of Torah we call rabbim clay kaidish. Right? Clay Kardish. Holy vessels. Clay Kardish. Because that's what it is. It's not a lecture. If there's a, all the problems that we have with, with Yiddishkeit in our generation are because there are people who are lecturing Torah, but not giving it over. Giving over. Why should people Torah and say, Yeshua. What does it mean to give it? He gave it to Yeshua. He doesn't say he taught it. And I've mentioned this many times. Teaching. Teaching is, is, is psychology, teaching is history, teaching is physics and biology and myth. So there's information, you teach it. And that can be done in person, that can be done in a book, that can be done over the computer. There are people that are taking complete college, people are becoming PhDs. They, they never met a professor in their lives. They're, just, they're sitting on a machine and they become PhDs. And there was always that joke, the PhDs, the rest of the time was push here, dummy. And we always made fun, what does that mean? And now we understand this. Doctor, it, it came true in our generation that you could be a PhD, mamish, by pushing here, dummy, you could become a PhD. But all that you're experiencing then is, is all that you're doing is that you're that you're benefiting from the experience and the knowledge of another person who, over his lifetime, has accumulated knowledge of biology or chemistry or history of uh, math or art or music and so on. That's nice, but that's not his galas. That's not that's not what's that's not what's happening when you're learning Torah. That's not what it means to learn Torah. A clay kodesh, a clay kodesh, a teacher, a rabbi. He gave it over to Yeshua. Giving over is with crying. Giving over is with fasting. Giving over Yiddishkeit. Giving over Yiddishkeit is all that we're talking about. It's the that It's not a cold piece of information. That's what's happening nowadays. It's giving over. It's and that's what we've learned so many times. It's 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 how a mother says Kriyashma with a child at, at night. 
It's how a father sits on a Friday night with with, with a son and tries to and tries to learn a piece of Gemara. It's take it's telling over what it means to be a Jew. It's giving over Yiddishkeit. It's his galus of Yiddishkeit. It's not just teaching. It's giving over. It's a mysterious atayim. It was given over. And if all you do is teach your children and you don't give them Yiddishkeit, so then their entire Yiddishkeit is in danger unless they meet someone else who gives it to them. And you don't have to be you don't have to be a genius in Torah. Forget it's less scary. If our job was to be it was just to, just to teach our children, we'd be very scared because we're un, we're not qualified to be teachers. So we wouldn't be good teachers of Yiddishkeit. Most of us are not qualified to be teachers, so we wouldn't be able to teach our kids. But we don't have to be afraid because God didn't tell us to, to be teachers of Yiddishkeit. He told us to give it over. And every one of us is a clay kodesh from Har Sinai to give over the Torah. He gave each and every one of us the kaiches to give over Yiddishkeit. And therefore you can't time that you weren't a good teacher. You can have someone that's a Baal and he never even learned in yeshivas. And his kids are the most gewaldigit tzaddikim. So you say, how do you do that? You can't even read, you can't even read a page of Gemara. How do you do that? Because it's not, it's not just, it's not just, it's not giving, if it was, if it was mastering a subject, he doesn't know it. So how is he supposed to teach it if he doesn't know it? But if it's giving over, it could be given over. Oh, could be given over. He, he can't give over the black Gemara. He doesn't know it. But he could give over the Rutzen to learn. He could, he could give over the feeling that the child should have, that I am part of the, of the Messiah, and, and, and the child feels that he's standing at Hasina, and he feels that his father is a part of that, that his father, that his mother, they're part of that chain that takes them back to Meisha Rabbeinu. And you could have another father who knows a lot, but the kid feels that he's sitting in university. He sits at the Shabbos table, and when his father says something from the parasha, he feels that he feels that you know they take out the blackboard. Okay, Shabbos you can't use the blackboard, and it's a lecture. My father's giving me a lecture, and this and that, and enough. Kids, kids hate being lectured, and that's it. So he heard another lecture. <clears throat> so the kid heard lectures in history, and he heard lectures in, in parashas of Shavuah, and then well, who's going to win? Tell you, it, it all depends if the kid's interested or not. But it's not his gallus. But when you're living, but when, you, when a kid grows up in a house where the parents are what? When the parents are are Hasinaidika people, and the parents are giving over Yiddishkeit. So it could be that the father says the simplest vart, but the kid feels that he's had Hasinaid. And my father's mom is giving over Yiddishkeit. And he doesn't have to, he's not saying, if you look through the parish, you see that there are 14 words that are like this, and 12 words that are like that, and if we line up these words, we see that grammatically, you know, uh, I mean, all that's interesting, I, I've learned things like that, and I, and I still do, I enjoy all of that, <clears throat> but that's not, but, but that's not going to necessarily take your kid back to Harsinai. It's part of Harsinai, because that's also something that's revealed at Harsinai, how everything works out on the two sides of the page and all that, that's also part of Maimon Harsinai. But if, but if that's given, and even that, it all depends how you give it to your kid. How you give it, and when do you give it to the child. And how, and, and what are your body, what's your body language when you give over the Yiddishkeit to your kids. And every single time that you're davening and your son looks at you, your daughter looks at you, every single time you're benching at the table Shabbos, or during the week if your kid sees you making a bracha, you're either giving it over to or you're not giving it over. And the kids have a tremendous sense of this. They can tell when their parents are just lecturers. And then, 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 then I'm a kabbalist because to be a kabbalist, something has to be given. And when someone's lecturing you, you're not, you're not, you're not interested in receiving it. You might, it might be interesting information. You'll hear it, and it goes one ear in one ear and out the other. You're not, you're not a because it wasn't given to you in such a way of kabbalah. It wasn't like your father reached up and took something from Hasina and he gives it over to you. <coughs> it's just that he tells you some information. It says in the parish, and he himself is half asleep. And it says in the parasha, what does it say? In the parasha it says in the parasha. But he's not, it's not, it's not, limuda it's not limuda kinesinasa, that you're learning Torah the way that it was given at Harsina, which is be'emah, be'resas, be'ir, be'zayit, with trembling and with awe and with fear and with simcha and with all those amazing, amazing emotions and things that were going on by Harsina. That's how we have to give Yiddishkeit over to the next generation. And that's the only way to much leah to give it over to the next generation. And if you're not much slick and you don't know how to do that, even though every one of us knows how to do that, we know how to do that. But if we if we just don't have the cheshit to do it, then we at least have to daven and cry that, that our kids should meet up with some rabbi that can do it, or some teacher, or somebody that can do it. If we can't. Well, we can't. We can't. We just don't believe that we can. Because we think that we have to be Tamil Chacham in order to do that. We don't have to be Tamil Chacham. We don't have to be Tamil Chacham. It's good if someone's a Tamil It's Gewaldi. But you don't have to be a Tamil Chacham to give over Yiddishkeit. 
Because he described as a Hizgalus. And every Jew was at Har Sinai. And you have to remember this. We're learning now this. To remember this has to be mamish. This has to be engraved in every heart and soul of a Jew that this is what Yiddishkeit is, and that's why, uh, you know, what, among other reasons, the, the, all the tiniest problems that I'm always talking about to, to try to be as authentic as we can to, and, and to stay as attuned to that Messiah that we received in every nuance of the Messiah, in every nuance of that Messiah, how how, how important it is not to change from the Messiah that we have. In every way to keep to be faithful to the Messiah. And if you're asking a question, how come why is it that Ashkenazim, how come they got this Messiah and Israel got that Messiah? And why is it that even among the Ashkenazim there are different Messiahs? Even by the Svadim there are different Messiahs. So we learned that. So there's the Ariya Kodesh, there's the Ramak. So the same thing when it comes to when it comes to Minhagim. The Baran Shalom wanted that his infinite light should come down through the Ramah in such a way, Tashkenazim. And the Bar- and the and the Ramah, I'm sorry, I, again I don't mean this personally, Ramah did not say Shabbat, I'm sorry to tell you that. The Ramah, he didn't say, he, he, the Ramah wouldn't have pronounced his name Ramah either, but he said the Ramah. <laughs> he was a Galatiana. So, the Ramah didn't say Shabbat. So, is it Naveri to say Shabbat? There are those who hold it. It's, it's, it's a Pagam, it's definitely something which is not Kalacha. When just talking, it's not a big deal, but in Davening, it's a big deal. But, as far as, and that's a Machlok Sapos, I'm not going to get into that right now. But a person has to realize that to the, to the degree that we can receive, that we make ourselves into clay kibble to receive from the earlier generations, and we align ourselves with them, to that degree we're, we, we are macabre from our, from our Bobbies and Zaydis. And those who are saying now that what? That there's something that's changed, there's something that's different, and this is not how we should daven, this is not, this is not how, how Jews should learn, and so on and so forth. So it's a dangerous path. It's a, day, it's a questionable path. Not to say they can't come out to be holy Jews and they're holy Jews. Of course they are. It's, a, it's not a lechatchila. People could argue with that and you could bring from this or that. That doesn't make a difference. Because Yiddishkeit is a hisgalus. What, somebody all of a sudden woke up, some Ashkenazi woke up all of a sudden, you know, in 1952 and said that from now on we're going to say Shabbat instead of Shabbos? So that, and that's Machai of Jews in Tavshin Samachdal, that now we're having, we're at such a point that I don't even know what's going to be the next generation that are coming out from all the modern Orthodox yeshivas with this business of Shabbat and Sukkot instead of saying Shabbos and Sukkot. And I told you how I believe that it's a hashpah and the neshamas of the kids is gefeluch. That it's a break in the Messiah. And I don't know what that means and how that's going to play itself out, I don't know. I believe it's already starting to play itself out. And there's less of a hergish of that, of that connection. I, went to, I grew up, I went to modern Orthodox yeshiva, I went to YCQ. There wasn't one of us that didn't say Shabbos. And when we davened, all of us said, we all said, Yetzir HaMaris. Maybe not Ma'iris. But we said, Yetzir HaMaris. And we didn't have, and there was nothing that we were, we weren't made to feel there's something funny with how our fathers davened. We were made to understand that we're a continuation of our fathers. That our fathers, and we have Derech Eretz for our fathers, and we have Derech Eretz for our grandfathers. And that Hashem's Baruch wanted His infinite light to come into, into our lives, Davke in such a Levush, Vashkenazim to come in such a way. It's not a clinicite. People say it's a clinicite. So then the stuff says, then you should say, how come you don't say Burukhata instead of Burukhata? If your father said Burukhata, you should say... That's, that's, that's also, that is a bit of a question. I've thought about that. And that's, that we can talk about at a different time, the, the nuances. But the aside we see from the postgame is the chilik between whether someone says a comet's in a pasach, someone says the Shem Hashem Adonai instead of saying with a comet's. There's a chilik, it's, it's not the Ratz Nasham. The Nashkaz, you should say Adonai. It's not the Ratz Nasham. Because we have Dairei Dairis, Kabbalah, Kabbalah Dairei Dairis, and all the Tzaddikim from the Bnei Ashkenaz, that we say Hashem's name with the comments in such a way. Not, nigh. We don't say it in such a way. Is it a tiny, what about those who were raised in Israel? So you see that the Poskim say, Nabuch, Nabuch, what could they do? They already got Fafalan in that Indian. That's what the Poskim say. They don't say it's L'Chadchila. So are we going to say now, Jews that, that learn that way, daven that way, that it's against Allah? We say, no, that, what are you going to do? It's, it's Rahmanis, that because of some teachers, some places started messing around with the Messiah. So they got messed up in this way. They wanted to identify with their, with their Israel, or they wanted to, you know, they felt like they were, you know, that they were, instead of going to fight in the, in the, in the War of Independence, that they, they're fighting their war by saying Sukkot. So, okay, so they did something like that. I don't know how or what they were. And there were Ashkenazis Sadiqim that daven with the Svadish Havar with certain letters, like with Hassan Adler, and certain things, but not with the Sof, and not with the Comets, and the Pasuk, and also with the name of Asha. But this is all part, 
There are differences, but that's why I said the, the problem of how to go into that, into the dialects within, because you see in the poskim that the chilukim between Kometz and Pasach, between, between a Tov and a Sof, those are chilukim and halacha that have Sharashim in the Kabbalah as well, and in halacha. Masha'ani came in among the Ashkenazim, just like between the Svadim. If you listen to a Bukharian Jew, you listen to a Persian Jew, you listen to a Syrian Jew, how does a Syrian Jew say Shabbos? Syrian Jew. No? Shabbat. Shabbat. A uh, 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 Persian Jew doesn't say Shabbat. A Bukharian says Shabbat. And you'll have, and then the Taimanim, it's all together. When you listen to Taimanim, you think it's another language altogether. The Taimanim. They have very, very, very interesting Kabbalists by the Taimanim. <clears throat> so th- this is, these are all within the Gedorim of the Sherish of a, of a, of a Svadashid and an Ashkenazashid. But the side of an Ashkenazi is to say a sof and a comet and a pasach. It's the side of an Ashkenazi, and his nesham is connected to that, because people think that the little dots under the words they think like like that's just like interesting stuff. It's like just vowels. So therefore, uh, therefore, my father said, my father said the comet's like a comet, comet's aleph r, and I can say like an a. It's not true. A comet is a big thing in Kabbalah. What it means that that little thing. That's a big thing in Kabbalah. An Ashkenazi pronounce it r. And there's a reason why we do, and it has to do with with the spheres. It has to do with our neshamas. It's not just it's not just like this thing that, well, you know, ah sounds nicer. What do you mean ah sounds nicer? It could be, and and and, and when the svadish he says ah, it sounds beautiful to me also. But when an Ashkenazi says ah, it sounds like it's, it's, it sounds like 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 you're taking two things and rubbing it against each other, like you know, like or the blackboard with a fingernail. Every time I hear it. Again, I don't mean that personally, Khalil, because everybody has their backgrounds and their experiences and so on. But this is all part of the of the, of, of, of the Messiah of, of Yiddishkeit and his galas. It's not all of a sudden to say that the Board of Jewish Education decided we're going to pronounce words this way. Well, who who passed them here? Where what? Where did that come from? <clears throat> This is we have a messiah of how to of, to know how to live and what to do. This we we makabel this early adiras, and they were makabel from Har Sinai, and therefore we're trying to. So somebody says, "You're telling me the dumbest line of all is when somebody says, Don't you're telling me the Moshe Rabbeinu said the Moshe Rabbeinu said Shalom Aleichem? You're telling me Moshe Rabbeinu said Good Shabbos? Yeah, yeah, that's what people say. That's my, that's the biggest unrighteous." Uh, Moshe Rabbeinu, that's that. What Moshe Rabbeinu gave over, what he received from the Baruch Shalom was that light that was then going to be, that was then going to be transmitted through different appliances, and the Baruch Shalom wanted it to be in such a way. He, the Baruch Shalom wanted it to be in such a way. Just the same way, if a Jew, it's not because of a Jew to say, "Come on, do you think that Moshe Rabbeinu put on film the way that we did?" And therefore, it's a right that I shouldn't put on film. Because Moshe Rabbeinu, you think you think he did that? Ah, come on, you think that he had what uh, gases, dakas? What do you mean by Moshe Rabbeinu? Or do you think that do you think that Moshe Rabbeinu do you think that Moshe Rabbeinu benched lulav like this? Do you think Moshe Rabbeinu said hala what? He didn't even know hala what. He, the, all of these things. This is all all from the apikursis of of that world where Yiddishkeit is, is a series <coughs> of terrific lectures, but not in his galus of Hashem. And the Burning Shalom's light was misgalo through the Ariya Kaddish and through the Balsham and through the and through the Rab Shalom Shirabi and through the Swadashim Kabalam and through the Ramchal in Italy and through all the Tzaddikim and all the diaries that the Burning Shalom wants it should be Davki in such a way and if you're and, 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 and if and if your father davened that way, it means that the light of Hashem is Baruch and that, that in Tfila that it came in that way into your life in that way, that your father and your grandfather and your great-grandfather and they makabal the Or Hashem through those kalim of Kometz Alifah and through Shabbos and through Sukkot, not through Sukkot and Shavuot and so on. And, it, and there's a kilkul in the whole Seder HaDaris. Even though it seems like a Kleinekite, it seems like a small thing, it's not a small thing. But these decisions are not being made by Goyen in medicine, these decisions are not being made by Postman, they're being made by the BJ. Not that I have anything against. I don't even know who's on the BJ, but somehow the BJ is asking me about these things, or there's some, or there's some principle of some yeshiva someplace that's that that uh, that made him step asking like to do this. Who, who are you? What are you? 
How do you pass them? Who made you into a Pisic? You said that now in school everybody has to pronounce the words like this. Where do you get to be a Pisic? It's a Shailen Halacha how Jews pronounce words. It's not a Shailen what you feel. You want the kids to identify with with Israel. None of these people ever identify, not the kids, but the teachers or the rabbis, they never identify enough with it to give up their $200,000 jobs. You understand? They don't identify with that much. Just to say Shabbat, that's, that really doesn't cost too much. But they don't identify with it $200,000 worth. The last lines on page Rashi Zion. <coughs> the last, the last three lines. Sur says Galus and Nizgalabahem. Said Sur of his Galus Hashem that's Nizgalabahem. The Kolachem that Yuknu with Sur also, and each and each one that Sadiqim and his the Sadiq Kashus Magen, Balatani, Nairi, and Ramak, and so on. According to the Sur, the Kalim of that particular of that particular Yid of that particular Sadiq. Every person has that. I mean, God forbid someone could be handicapped or somebody could be chalila, missing a limb. But a healthy person has, all people have the same. You know, has a junat eyes. See, look, he has, he has arms and legs, he has eyes, he has ears and nose. It's the same avarim as another person. All people have the same avarim. But, but you can see right away that there's a different person. Even though, what do you mean he's different? He also has eyes, he has... He has ears. <clears throat> My father said that in Europe, he said the average guy could spot a Jew like from from a, a mile away. My father said that one time when he was, the, he got. I, I think I want to tell this to you once. It was all nice. He was one of his chaveim. They were trying to escape from one place to another, so they were able to. They were able to. They they uh, they got some Gaisha clothing, and they dressed up. And they and, and they're sitting on. And they got onto this train. My father had a mice like this. He's sitting on the train with his friend, and the two of them got newspapers, and they're sitting, you know, like with the newspapers in front of their face. And the train, my father said, was around 15 minutes out of the station. And he starts to hear, my father starts to hear them already, somebody saying, Jew. My father and his friend, they're sitting here, they start to hear this. My father and his friend didn't wait for the outcome. He said he got up, and, he, and, and, and the two of them got up, and they, and they ran, and they jumped off the train. And they were sh- and the they were Gestapo on the train. They were shooting. They start shooting at them. <clears throat> and 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 uh, they recognized. This is they, they recognized. Uh, there are some that are more and some that are less. There are certain Jews that they had the fortune of uh, of being able to to uh, escape because they uh, sometimes they looked a certain way. They looked more Aryan than others Jews. But the Klal, a guy in Europe, is able to be was able to tell in a second that this is a and, and there, there's a, there's a, that even though everybody has the same arms and legs and so on, but the tzuras and mishtanis, we understand people, the tzuras and mishtanis. So he says, Cain, he says, Gam tzuras, the next page, Cain, Gam tzuras, hasagosei mishtanis. So too, even though the people look the same or whatever, they have the same tzura, but the, but the, the hasagos of everybody is different. Different, different hasagos, different way of, of, of receiving the Devar Hashem. Even though all the tzaddikim kept the halach and they lived the same, in the, the, the different hagum, but they kept the same Yiddishkeit, and they and they came to the same maskan. This really even when they, even when something was even when they're explaining the same thing, there was there was the unique gushpanka, the stamp of that tzaddik in his way of learning. Maybe the Gemara is hinting to this when the Gemara says that the same way that no two people have the same face, so too they don't have the same way of thinking. But the same way that there are difference, every face is different, every person's hasogas are different, the ways of perceiving and receiving the Dvarashan, they should because a person's understanding is, is showing on his face. This galus of a Jew, there's a whole terror. There's a whole terror from the tzaddikim. And why is it that Jews taki usually have long noses? And what that means? Why is that? It's not stam. It's also an Indian. It's also it has to do with, with the tzur of kabbal satar. That doesn't mean to say if somebody has a short nose that he's not a yid. But there is such an Indian like that. It's not stam. 
are appearing on his, even on his physical body, on the on the face. They appear on the face. Chachmas Adam Ta'ir Panav. The Kainu B'Chol Ish Yisrael. That right? That the Mar Panav of a Jew on Shabbos doesn't look the same way it looks on Chol. Imrak Meisif Avadosav Hasagaysav. That if a Yid, if a Yid would learn more, learn and receive more and receive more, then what? Then he would look different. Even though that might be something that's perceptible, but he would look different. And Ro Kolamets Kishem Hashem Nikralach. And there's a hadith part of that that, that it's sadik had. Ozmi kol dvar of yachad, ezet sur laatzman there is. Vaf b'shosh and mechadish dvarak mivor ezet inyan maharekel sadikim akaydman. Even when he's not saying something new, his own new insight, but he's explaining something from an earlier tzad. Gam ken kvan nirgish ezet tam laatzman. The way that once the way that one person explains that 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 Torah is not the same. It's the same Torah, and they're both learning the same the same piece of Torah, but. Each person has his own, his it's his own imprint, his own different uh, way of explaining that same Torah, a different tam, a different tam is is felt. Even though it's not so clearly a chiddush in the way that he's saying it, but it's but you can definitely tell the difference between how one person gives over and how and how the and how the other uh, person gives over. Mitzrayim will continue next.